This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Polly Campbell, and this is Simply Said. Hello, 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 I'm Polly, and you're listening to Polly Campbell Simply Said, the podcast where we talk about how to live well, do good, and be happy so that we can do the work that matters and create the lives we want to live. Now, the question today is, have you ever been bored? Are you a bored person? Do you suffer from chronic boredom? That sense that you don't know what to do and you're restless and just doesn't feel good. Maybe you feel a little stuck. Now, I'm not talking about being a boring person. (laughs) There's a difference. And honestly, I've talked to a lot of people. I've never met anyone who's completely boring. But I have been bored. Not very often. I've got to say that's one thing. I can usually go off someplace in my mind and find something quirky or interesting. But boredom can be unsettling and it can be self-destructive if we're not careful. On the other hand, it can also prompt innovation and motivate us to make a real meaning and live a purposeful life. So we're going to be talking about that today. What side of the scale are you on? If you're like most people, it fluctuates from day to day, but there is a, a group of people who are chronically bored. They can never quite feel satisfied. They can never, uh, be engaged in a way that is enough for them. Now, this usually falls into two camps, okay? The people who suffer from chronic boredom are often those who are always needing the next thing, right? They might be uh, higher than average risk takers, people that have this big need for the next new, big, bold experience, So because we cannot always get to that place of this, uh, you know, bold peak experience, those people tend to suffer from boredom more than others. Now, the other group that struggles with boredom more than the rest of us are people that just feel afraid. They feel that life is not a, a kind place. They have a high sensitivity to pain. And they stress that if they step outside their comfort zone and do something new, uh, they're not going to make it. They're not going to be okay. And so they stay put in, in the box and they feel 
chronically bored often because of that. Now, I've been there, not chronically bored, but I've been where I stayed in my comfort zone too long. In fact, I write about it in my book, You Recharged. I was feeling bored and dull in my job. And what I recognized is I'm self-employed. I could change it up at any point. And I had to develop the awareness and then motivate myself to do that. And uh, in You Recharged, I write about how we can get unstuck, how we don't have to live in this place where we feel muted right? We can be excited again and uh, create in our lives again to live with more meaning, greater purpose. Most of us are the kind of bored that just happens when we're waiting at a doctor's office or we're on a long car trip and we've been sitting there a long time and we're ready to be on to the next thing. It's that restless feeling that, oh, there's nothing to do. There's nothing new, right? I hear it from my teenager all the time. So it is possible to be bored, but there are some ways out of it. And it's important to find those things. Because when we are struggling with boredom, it's not always adaptive. That means it doesn't always help us. Sometimes we do the wrong kind of thing to feel better. So when we're bored, we might drink more right? We're trying to numb that discomfort or bring a a more euphoric energy into our life. So we might smoke or drink or uh, or take an illegal substance. We might overeat. We might overshop, spend money, right? Or choose some other behaviors that can be reckless and, and harm our way of life and the things we know about ourselves. We numb that uncomfortable behavior because being bored is uncomfortable. But there's a better way of doing it. And it starts with awareness. It starts with understanding that we are feeling bored. Often we think it's something else. We're tired, right? Fatigue can be confused with the sense of boredom, or we feel like we're not being purposeful enough. So we're wasting time and that can make us feel bad. We feel like we're wasting our time and and not being productive and not being a contributor. So we end up thinking that being bored, being in the state of boredom is wrong. Another interesting statistic is people that report high degrees of frequent boredom, meaning they are often bored, they report themselves as being bored often, are 30% more likely to die sooner than the rest of us. So this affects our longevity. I think it goes to the stress, the way we perceive our, our contribution to life and our purpose. And we know that purpose and meaning contribute to our overall well-being. So if we're not doing that stuff, we tend to feel bad about ourselves. We tend to feel lower. All right. There's a time to be bored. It can be useful too, like anything else. But there are also some ways to get out of that stagnant place, to get unstuck and to feel more engaged in your life. And we're going to be talking about it all when we come back right here on Polly Campbell's Simply Said on the best business network of Electricast. All right, we're back. Thank you for joining me. I'm Polly. You're listening to Polly Campbell Simply Said. And today we're talking about boredom, 
Now, my teen daughter will tell you she's bored all the time. Of course, she doesn't want to do the chores or go for the walk. She wants to hang out on her phone and talk to her friends. And as long as she finds her way through, that's fine. But they're a good way and a way that can uh, leave us struggling a little bit to feel better. Because as we covered in the first segment here, boredom can be useful, but it can also be destructive. If we stay stuck in that place, then um, we're more likely to use alcohol and drugs and other products to numb ourselves, other behaviors so that we don't have to feel that restlessness that comes with boredom. Uh, We're more likely to stay stuck in that place. And on the other hand, if we recognize that it is boredom we're experiencing, that we do feel bored, then it can be highly motivating and creative, a place that pushes us into the next moment of our life that can be really exciting. I gave the example years ago, I was feeling really stuck in my life. I was feeling uh, bored with it. And I looked around, I, I took stock of that and realized I had a pretty good thing going here. But I wasn't challenging myself. I wasn't doing new things. I wasn't bringing in uh, anything different. I was solidly stuck in my comfort zone. So I began researching that. What does that look like? And I ended up writing a whole book about it, You Recharged, about how to get unstuck, how to get out of those moments. So the first thing we need to be doing, right, I think, and this is this is an approach that I take on just about everything, because it's the only thing I know how to do, is that become aware of that discomfort. Notice that you're feeling bored, okay? Often it gets lost in other things. We think we're hungry or we're tired or or we just need a break. When what we need to do, when what would make us feel better is to introduce another healthy activity into our lives or a new way of thinking or to simply pause and let our brains wander, okay? Because just as boredom can lead to unhealthy behaviors, If we channel it, it can also inspire creativity and innovation. It can cause us to problem solve the familiar situations in our life a different way. Boredom encourages leaps of imagination, but only if we know our starting point. So the key to being adaptive and using boredom to really elevate our experience is to first notice Whatever it is you're feeling, we've talked about that emotion chart before, notice and declare what your experience is and to call out your boredom. Oh, I'm feeling restless and dull and uninterested. I'm, I'm bored. Notice it. Accept it. And then be deliberate. When you call it out, be intentional and Take a beat, 30 seconds, to notice what that feels like in your body, okay? The next thing is don't go to the immediate escape. Just sit there with it. Don't go get the drink. Don't get on the phone and start socializing on social media. Don't buy stuff from Amazon. Just sit in the boredom. Don't rush to eliminate 
these feelings because it's there to serve us. Now, the, the challenge is if we're stuck in it too long and we don't allow ourselves to process the experience and we reach out for the drug or the alcohol or whatever it is, then it becomes counterproductive. But when you can recognize that you're bored and stay in that, that's when the change can occur. Because often, even if we're busy in our lives, I was busy at work several years ago. I was doing all kinds of projects. But what I recognized was the work I was doing, the things I was spending my time on, didn't feel purposeful. They weren't motivating because they weren't meaningful. So even if you're busy throughout your day, but you have this kind of restlessness, I should be doing something more, it's the same old day, same old routine, right? Have you ever felt that way? Then that's a good opportunity to sit with that and look at what you are doing and evaluate. Are these things providing meaning and purpose to your life? And it's okay if they aren't. We all have moments like that. But those of us who want to live creative lives and elevate our lives are going to sit in that discomfort and understand, okay, no, this work isn't doing it for me, or this family dynamic isn't doing it for me, or I need something different in my routine, a new form of exercise or learning. And when we identify that, we can be intentional in what we do next. We don't reach for the problem or create more problem. We don't stay stuck in our comfort zone, even if we're afraid to move beyond it. Instead, we become intentional about what we want to fill that boredom with. Okay. And once you understand where this is coming from for you, what might be lacking from meaning or purpose or just not fun anymore. This doesn't have to be a high intellectual exercise, but that's part of it too, right? Then you can choose something different. And this is all about adventure and trial and error and bringing novelty into our life. Our well-being increases when we are doing new and curious things. Whether we like the activity or not, isn't that interesting? So we may try a new hobby and think, oh, this isn't for me, but we've already benefited from the new experience. It's already piqued our brain and our curiosity, and it moves us from that place of boredom. Now, what does this look like? For me, this is very internal a lot of times. I'm not going to go out and climb mountains just because I'm interested in climbing mountains or I'm interested in the experience. But I might read a book on peak experiences. I might watch a documentary. I might talk to mountain climbing friends. I might go the internal route and start educating myself about this thing I'm kind of curious about. It doesn't have to be a lifelong love affair. We can introduce that novelty and that learning immediately. And once we are, then... Our creative brain starts drawing all these associations, right? So I write nonfiction, essays and articles and books. And yet a lot of the storytelling techniques I've learned in that process have intrigued me and piqued my interest in other forms of writing. So then when I was so stuck in my 
job a few years ago, I recognized, well, I, I can apply these skills to other things that I don't know so much about. And I got all wrapped up in this new genre and that introduced me to a group of new people who are awesome and all sorts of things happen. You don't have to know where it's going to lead. But if you are feeling restless and stagnant and bored and frustrated, you don't have to linger in that. You can accept it understand that you are bored and be deliberate in what you do next and then bring something new into your life whether it's trying a new restaurant or moving to a different city or picking up a new kind of music or learning a new instrument whatever it is taking a new route home from work make it part of your regular routine and even if you don't like it heck at least you have a new story to tell right? That's interesting. Also in the moments when you're in a a stagnant moment, you're doing some work that isn't that interesting. You can do it mindlessly or you're on a long car trip. Create mini breaks for yourself in those moments where you let your mind wander because we are wired to do that. And that's where our innovation comes from. That's where our new ideas, that's where we solve problems. So don't just let that time in the car be unsettling and upsetting. If you recognize what's behind it, then you can first, as I suggest, and research says it's very important to sit in that. Don't always deflect and try to fix it because boredom, like all emotions, has something to tell us. It's a cue to what we need to do next or to something we need to give our attention to. It can serve us. And if you recognize it for what it is, you're just an hour away from your destination and you've been sitting in the car too long, then you could turn on the music and let your mind wander or stare out at the beautiful landscape and daydream a little bit. Those uh, mind wandering techniques can really allow us to evolve and uh, come up with the next idea, the next novel idea, the next project we want to try the next course we want to take on. And thinking like that without any limits in a safe environment will take you immediately out of the boredom. It's just a fun, relaxing thing to do. You could start by reflecting on one of your best times, a best time in your life. Go to that memory and then challenge yourself to see the colors in your memory and remember the people who were there and why was it such a great time. And What are some of the other moments you want to create next? And this creates that creative association I was talking about where your brain and your imagination will make links and can often lead in some really interesting places. And it's pretty tough to be bored when you're doing that. I, I, um, that's why I say I'm rarely bored because I can get my mind going all kinds of places. So dealing with your uh, boredom and your stagnation can happen on a mental level and a spiritual level. If you're feeling limited and stagnant, you know, express that spiritual side, begin meditating, begin learning about how to tap into those, uh, emotional feelings that inner landscape, because wherever you go, there you are. You can do that anywhere. And uh, it can be pretty compelling. Meditation, for example, is super helpful to me, but it's also a very curious thing. So on the days when my mind is flighty and all over the place, which is pretty much all the time, 
that's not empty time. It's a time where I can notice that and get comfortable with that and sit in that without trying to uh, be reactive, without needing to reach for the next thing. It's a way of self-understanding. And finally, if you're bored, that's usually a signal that you want more meaning or purpose. You need to express yourself in different ways. So find that way. And this is, like I said earlier, all about trial and error. You may not land on it immediately. It might not be your favorite thing, writing a book or article or taking a watercolor class or playing the piano, learning to play the piano or the banjo or taking whatever it is for you. But you can try and that learning alone, that experience, whether you like it or not, will be fulfilling and satisfying. It will add that novelty to your life. And it may lead to the next thing that you don't find boring at all. It certainly pushes us out of our comfort zones. And when we're doing that, whether we're enjoying what we're doing, we feel satisfied that we're taking it on to begin with. And that improves our well-being and makes us feel more engaged in the world. If you want some other ways of thinking about this, you can pick up my newest book, You Recharge, wherever books are sold. And you can join me on my free Substack community. It's polycampbell.substack.com, where I write essays, offer some research, uh, links to the podcast and other things I like. I go deeper in some of these themes that I'm wrestling with too. Bottom line is there are too many interesting things in the world to be bored about. But if you're feeling stuck and stagnant, know that you're not alone. We've all experienced those spaces. Sit in that, accept that, become aware of that, and then explore your life a little bit. What's going on that doesn't feel as satisfying to you? What's going on behind the scenes that maybe no longer feels meaningful? Explore, challenge, experiment to rediscover new things and recreate that meaning in your life. We can do this. Being bored can be the impetus for greater motivation and greater creativity and development and product design and growth, or it can keep us stuck. Let's go for the growth. And when we do that, we will all live well, do good, and be happy. Welcome to Sarah Talk Solutions. Ladies and gentlemen, you've tuned into a bit of a different type of show. I'm Sarah B and I'm your host. You can find me on my IG, which is Aussie underscore Sarah underscore LA. I talk about amazing, relevant conversations and topics and what functions that goes on in this magical, wonderful, wonderful city of the City of Angels. My IG, which is Aussie underscore Sarah underscore LA. Welcome to the Candle Power Hour. Come with us backstage, behind the scenes of show business, spanning over four decades and bringing you the experiences that can only be told by the people who were there. Our guests are from the A-list, the F-list, and everyone in between. Get set for some of the most insane, hilarious, and inspiring stories you will ever hear. I'm Mercury. And I'm Diego. Your hosts for the, the Candle, Candle Power, Power Hour. Hour.